from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Happy Wednesday out there, everybody. How is the weather? How's the weather where you are? Is it icy? I know it's ugly. It's ugly everywhere right now. Now, I know it's, you know, uh, appearances and looks ain't always the best because maybe the weather has good character and maybe they're good. <laughs> I, look, if, if you guys are like, well, ooh, gee, ooh, you're too excited. Here's what I'm excited about, Ursula. First of all, good morning to you. Good morning. Here's what I'm excited about. I was walking down. I got a fresh hot cup of coffee, right? Uh-huh. And I was thinking, man. I'm on day 17, no bread, no sugar, right? How's that going? It's going well. I, I heard you have clarity. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking as I was walking, I was uh-huh. like, I think coffee might be the hardest. I don't think I can get coffee. I did it for a little bit, Yeah. but I can't do it. So as long as I have coffee, okay. I'm good to go. Yeah, and you can't deprive yourself of everything. Right. right? Everything in moderation. That's right. <laughs> you know, Although, you know that's relationships, right? Are like, not are, relationships. Are like drugs right. to you. So the sugar yeah. and the, and the what was the other thing that you got? Sugar and bread. Bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then, you know, I, I haven't touched a sip of alcohol since October. Good for you. Yeah. That's a big thing, too. Yeah. Do people still think, gee, you're still a lot of fun? I mean, is is oh, or, or, or are, oh, there, are there people who oh, complain? Absolutely not. Because my son is going through yeah, the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he decided I'm yeah. done with the drinking. I think, I think you, you know who thinks I'm boring these days. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> you know what? Though my it's wife. just a different version of you, <laughs> right? but it's the real you. It's <laughs> yeah. not the you masked yeah. with the alcohol. So there we go. congratulations I to you. It. Okay, well we've got another full hour for you, so we're going to get going right now. What's new at ten? As we mentioned in our top stories, yeah. uh, three police officers were acquitted in the death of Manny Ellis, and they are going to be leaving the police department in Tacoma. They're being half a million uh, paid half a million dollars each to resign. Uh, this is on a voluntary basis. Anne Bremner was the attorney for Timothy, Timothy Rankin, and she says it really just makes sense for these officers to leave the Tacoma Police Department. They went through three years of this, and they were finally exonerated. But then to go back into the same community. It made more sense for them at least now to separate and and look at um, options of where they want to go next. And what are those options? So that's one of the things that we were talking about. They were acquitted. So a a jury found them not guilty. So they acquitted them on the manslaughter and and murder charges. Um, And they were also basically found Clear, cleared, in essence, in the internal investigation, yep. although now there is a federal investigation and there have been civil, um, basically, penalties. Or, or in, the, in civil court, they uh, the, at least Pierce County paid out and Tacoma is still pending. Kind of right? like, like OJ. OJ was acquitted. <laughs> and then in civil court, you, you know how that goes. And then whatever your opinion is about OJ. But go ahead. Yes. So the question is, would you want these officers working in your community? And Bremner mentioned that actually there's an opportunity at another local agency, according to her. We've heard that Pierce County Sheriff Troyer would offer uh. them jobs down there uh, readily. He said that. Okay, wait. wait. There was oh. a re- strong reaction there. You, you, you know, the strong reaction is this. And I'll be clear. 
No, I don't. I don't like Ed Troyer. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the the trust that law that uh, the local community has for law enforcement. It is continuing to dwindle, and we are continuing to be reminded why that is happening. But I, this is the part, Ursula, where you heard the, the the gasp out of my mouth. Public safety is a issue, not just locally, but around the country. We always talk about our our safety. If we're going to get to the bottom of that, we can't expect for just law enforcement to be the ones that help. It's all hands on deck. And one of the things that you really need to help with public safety and these issues that we have, you need a trust between community and law enforcement. When that starts to disconnect, we will continue to have some of the, I mean, there's all reasons to why we have public safety issues, but that's just one more. I'm looking forward to the day that there is trust more trust between law enforcement and the community. And at the rate and the route that we're going, we are not getting that, Ursula, yeah. especially uh, in Pierce when, County. When you say community, are you talking about a particular community? No, 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 You're no, talking no. about I'm, in, in I'm general? Talking about everybody. Because there were a lot of people, I, I will just say, in, in, in what I've read, what I've seen in, in, in social media posts, and even in reaction to the verdict, I mean, I saw people saying they shouldn't have been put on trial in the first place. And I saw a strong reaction with they just got away with, you know, something terrible. I want to I want to say this. No, you're right. The vast majority, the majority of people support law enforcement. Not saying that I support law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Right. I I don't want anybody to go away with this. Like, oh, gee, you don't. I support law enforcement. I also support accountability, mm-hmm. and I don't like it when there's the lack thereof, right? And what what we have seen on display from the sheriff of Pierce County, and what we have seen with it, when I say the sheriff of Pierce County, I'm talking about what happened when uh, he was acquitted, of course, on that. But when you, when the police were called on that newspaper guy, and the, when he called in, that was a problem for me. We all heard it. I don't have to play the recording for yes. everybody, okay? Yes. So even though he was acquitted, we're talking about Ed Troyer, even though Ed Troyer was acquitted, you continue to have issues. I still have it. Yes. Yes, I still have an issue with that. And so, but what I'm saying is, is that even though I support law enforcement, I have a problem with the lack of accountability that I feel in my heart. And so there are other people in Pierce County that had that same thing. While it might be seven out of 10 people that support, the fact that you have three people that don't support is a problem. And how can you get help with public safety in these communities? Yeah, I think it would be a really bad move if Ed Troyer, he he might make some people happy in the community, but I think it would be a really bad move given his involvement also in this uh, particular situation where he was PIO, he was responding, public information officer, he was responding, he was giving some of the narrative as to what happened in the case of Manny Ellis. My advice, if, if, if Troyer is listening, would be that would just not be a great move. I mean, why do you want to take on that particular headache when you're trying to um, instill trust, not just with part of the community, but with all of the community. So I will say that. And yes, Ed Troyer was acquitted uh, of the charges of false reporting, and these officers were acquitted. Um, I hope that they can, you know, find employment doing something else. Uh, I understand that they say that their families are also at risk, their safety is at risk because they're getting threats mm-hmm. as a result of this. Yeah. So I understand all that. They went through the process. 
it's not a perfect process, but it's the best process that we have. Sure. And they were acquitted. Can I can I can I ask b- both you and Chef a question? Yes. Let's go back to how you felt about things 10 years ago and how you feel now. Do you trust the stories or what is said by law enforcement more or less than you did 10 years ago? I, as a result of, uh, of a lot of this, uh, I have less trust. Chef? And yeah, for sure. Less. I didn't, I didn't even question it 10 years ago. Yeah. Not even a thought in my mind, but it was Ed Troyer specifically who broke my faith in police telling the truth. When he came out at the beginning of this, in his recollection of events that happened that night were proven to be diametrically opposite to what witnesses say that they saw. So the sheriff who comes, he was PIO, comes out and says, here's what happened, lies about it, and then three, four years later says, go ahead and uh, bring those officers into my department. They, they can come into the fold. That is a slap in the face, and it's embarrassing. So, so not one time did any of you say you were against law enforcement and that you don't support it. All you no, said I, was I, is... I, I, I'll even go further. I want to say that maybe anyone who listens to the show will notice that not only do I have uh, good friends who are in law enforcement, I have d- the deepest respect for people who go into law enforcement. But I also understand and I recognize that there are a lot of issues with the system, within the system. And I know people who work in the system and say there are problems within the system. So um, I, and and I will I have been on record as saying I begged Ed Troyer to run for sheriff, which is why all of this has just turned out to be a great disappointment to me and it, it hurts me um so my advice i guess what for whatever it's worth i think that would be crazy for him to hire those three officers those officers will you know that they've been paid uh they were acquitted they've been paid i hope that they can have lives that are are, are safe um but to hire them uh, within the same county would be a slap in the face yep Okay, let's move on. We've heard that Pierce County Sheriff Troyer would offer them oh, jobs. Excuse me, that is Ann Bremner. She actually mentioned that uh, it was it, he was going to potentially offer that. Let's move on. Uh, we are want to talk about this bipartisan proposal in Olympia right now to keep our state on one clock. So we talk about this every single year. But now Senators Mike Patton and Maka Dingra are proposing a bill that would keep our state in standard time year round, meaning we would no longer change our clocks twice a year. So we are in standard time right now. And if this passed, we would not have to change our clocks to daylight saving time in March, which would mean that sun would come up earlier, but we would also get rid of those 9 p.m. sunsets. So let's get right to the point, Ursula. Yeah. Do you want you're, it? You're telling me, yeah. just so everybody's clear. Yeah. You're basically telling me that in July and August, the sun is going to go down. Da- if we don't, if we don't do anything, the sun <laughs> yeah. will go down at eight o'clock. Is that what you're saying? Yes. We're, and we're I'm not no- going to have those very, very late nights where you're still seeing sun- when it's time to go to bed and it's still light out. <laughs> Ursula. Yeah. Don't take that away from me. I need that nine o'clock. I need to be able to just be sitting there on the deck, Lillian and I, uh, watching the birds, and it's 9 p.m., and it's daylight still. Are you kidding me? Give me, I, I want that. I love those days, too, but I despise this back and forth, back and forth, and the fact that we have already said we want to be on daylight saving time year-round. 
We have already said that. I it's lied. already passed in the state of Washington. Mm, I don't support it. Well, daylight savings year round, we keep. Yes, late you do support it. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, you oh, would oh, support oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. So I am at the point where I'm like, okay, if we can't get daylight saving time year round, mm-hmm. why not do this standard time year round just so that we're not bouncing back and forth? Okay, uh, I feel, be- okay, I feel that. <laughs> All right. So right? When, when we get ready to spring ahead, coming up in Mayish, March. M- oh, is it March? March? Or yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah. When yeah. we get ready to spring ahead, Ursula, y'all talking about you keep it the same? Yes. Are you guys both kidding me? You're both kidding me. You know, you know what's a bigger pain than having to change my clocks twice a year? What's that? Talking about this. And all the people complaining about having to... Changing our clocks is not that big of a deal. You know what is a really big deal? Is if Washington State, for six months out of the year, has a clock that's out of sync with Oregon, out of sync with Idaho, out of sync with I think California. Oregon's thinking about it, too. Right now, only Hawaii and Arizona operate on standard time year-round. Do you think they're suffering? No. So we could join those states. Yeah. Without an act of Congress. This you, is you want the sun to rise at four thirty in the morning during the summer. I mean forget forget like the well, lack you know of like the loss of Seattle summers and nine o'clock sunsets. Four thirty. You want the you want the sun to rise at four thirty in the morning. Summer here in the Seattle area is the best. You, it really so is why so, we need to mess with it. Y'all notice, that y'all notice this argument never happens in the summer though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if we were talking about this in the summertime, people were like, would you move on? It's, I know, but isn't it funny how we've been doing this for how long? I mean, we, we passed it years ago. We we voted on this and passed it years ago. Yeah. And it still hasn't changed. It's going to take literally take an act of Congress, and it passed the Senate, but it's not passing the House. And they don't seem to be in a hurry for this. So now, I I actually love this idea. Wait. So text us eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six triple eight ninety seven three Cairo. Can I if just... we can't go to if we can't go to daylight saving time no. uh, year round, would you be okay with just doing standard time year round? I, I, you know what I would be okay with. I would be okay with just leaving it like it is. Now, so that's what you're. That's just, what we're just, just about. like every time, change your clocks twice a year. That's what oh, I'm talking about. No, yeah, no. yeah. So then yeah. you want to keep daylight? No, yeah. See, Cause, cause as long as we've been talking about this, yeah. we don't even have that correct. Oh, I know. Some people call it daylight savings yeah, time. It's daylight saving time. All so, I know is this: fall back, spring ahead. That's you're all spring I know. Fall back. Yeah. yeah. So I'm taking. Yeah. So that's daylight savings. So March 10th. This year, right? Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to March 10th because on March 10th, oh, so you don't want to change anything. Y- y- don't so you, you're not. Don't you guys get a look? I mean, this might sound. Ursula, don't you get I a used bit to of work high? with businesses in Arizona. Yeah. Dental clinics. Yeah. Do you know what percentage of appointments were misscheduled because their clock changed or our clock changed and theirs didn't? It was oh. like 10. percent This would totally have an impact on business. Yeah. I mean. But you, but you guys, can I ask, though, like March 10th when it comes up and it gets ready to spring ahead that hour, and I know how you are, Ursula, with the daylight. Y'all don't get a little bit of a high off oh, I, that? I get a high. I get a high. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, are you okay? My eyes roll back in the back of my head. Ah! Ursula, I love you, but the biggest, fattest, no. <laughs> I'm just reading your text messages. I, I was... Just briefly, because last night I, I didn't get that much sleep. Yeah. So I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna chalk it up to just momentarily 
a little bit of craziness, mm-hmm. but you're right. No, no, no. Okay. We, we, need, to, we need to push for daylight saving time. All right. You're you guys right. listening right now, don't, don't, don't go anywhere. You, you got to stick around for this because here's a question. Is there a such thing as a corporate accent? If you say yes, you got to stick around. If you say no, you got to stick around so you can listen for it from here on out. So corporate accents are coming up next. We're going to do that. It's the Geno Show. and Ursula show. Happy Wednesday to all of you. I know it's been very chilly. A lot of you slip sliding around and hopefully everyone's getting to where they need to go safely. Um, The jury has spoken. The G and Ursula show jury has spoken when it comes to daylight saving time. G and whether it should be year round. That's that's you. You're a fan. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, you're a fan. I don't know. You're a fan of daylight saving time. You like the long summer nights. You like nine o'clock sunsets. Mm -hmm. So you want to kind of continue what we're we're doing yes uh 80 percent are with you okay see 20 percent were going along with me briefly before i suddenly realized what am i even talking about make sure you remind them folks 80 percent agree with g now you know y'all we've been doing this almost four years y'all starting to agree with me these days yes yes but uh, i think seattle summers are Truly to die for. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. I flip-flopped on that one for sure. So is there such a thing as a corporate accent? The reason we're bringing this up is because folks on TikTok are going wild for some videos pointing out what they think is a corporate accent. Okay. Uh, Comedian Lisa Beasley's TikTok alter ego is Corporate Aaron. I guess you couldn't go with corporate I, I, Aaron. I, you know so what? Aaron, is a, Aaron is a popular Aaron. name. There's a lot of Aaron's <laughs> out here that are in corporate America okay. that are, are bosses. Go ahead. Okay. So here's a little taste of the corporate accent that uh, we're, for, we're referring to. For the purposes of today's meeting, why I put a nine o'clock meeting on everyone's call this morning, thank you so much for being here, is kind of really just explaining my presence. So... <laughs> I am taking over social media for Lisa Beasley. She's on a sabbatical. Uh, she currently doesn't have the bandwidth. <laughs> oh, did you did you hear? The, oh my! I, and by the way, I'm hearing this for the first time. I did it on purpose because I wanted to hear it. Oh my goodness! Hold up. I need to hear it one more time. I need to hear it one more time. Hold it. Hold, hold up. For the purposes of today's meeting. Meeting. Why well, I okay, put a so, 9 o'clock meeting on everyone's call this morning. Thank you so much for being here. Is kind of really just explaining my presence. So I am taking over social media for Lisa Beasley. She's on a sabbatical. Uh, she currently doesn't have the bandwidth. <laughs> yes. Bandwidth. It's some of those today, words. Yeah, those, those oh buzzwords. And the emphasis on the wrong <laughs> location. <laughs> yes, we'll get to right to that properly. Let me explain this process. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here, here's a little more. If you can't hear it yet, so here is corporate Aaron. She's explaining company policies to a theoretical employee who lost. Her whole family in a car accident. Okay, so just really quickly, um, I wanted to run our bereavement policy by you now, okay? Okay? Okay, mom and dad, an immediate family, you get one day. 
Okay, for any aunt or uncles or cousins, you get a half a day. Okay, we don't acknowledge chosen family here, but we have ran into the policy where you get five minutes in the break room. But if you work from home, you don't get to take advantage of that policy. <laughs> okay, that's really good. The, 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 the thing that, is, is this Ursula, this is supposed to be, uh, you know, a fun segment. Somebody listening to this got triggered. Somebody's triggered by this segment. <laughs> it just might be you because you almost walked right out the studio. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily an accent. It's more the uh, the inflection. It's the, like, everything's in question. Yeah. Can I, can I, I'm going to tell you now, I'm not even laughing. When I hear this or when I hear it, this is what, the, the speak, when I, when yeah. I hear it, it always feels like uh, I'm better than you speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no, it almost feels like the talk, what's coming out of their mouth is if they are standing on a stage and I'm sitting down and they're telling me what's best for me. Yeah. And I think that the best leaders don't have this in their voices. Yeah, it's too much affectation and it's not keeping it real. Right. And Gosh. it's it's something that you do when you don't feel comfortable with what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I think good that's, one, I, Ursula. I, I think that's a lot of it. Good one. You got some more? Uh, no, that's enough. But I do. <laughs> 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 I love it though. So instead of Valley Girl, it's the corporate accent. Um, so did you hear though that the office isn't fun anymore now with everyone coming back from? COVID and post-pandemic and everyone back in the office, the Wall Street Journal says that the office isn't fun anymore. And it's because, according to the journal, there are these privacy pods that are a new office fixture. Employees can just go into the office in person to make remote Zoom calls. So they're blaming. I, I, don't, I don't see that, but I maybe it's. I can people ducking into to private rooms and then having conversations there privately, and it's no. That's what makes it no longer fun. I want to give a compliment to our newsroom. I yeah. think that we have a really good energy with yes. this newsroom. The vibe there, is really the vibe good. is really good out mm -hmm. here. So, by the way, and I'm not I'm not joking. For me to say that is big because there's been periods of time that it sucked. It is really good out there. So when you have that good energy yeah. and vibe in your office, it helps your workday go by faster. It really does. And people actually enjoy each other. And when they stop and talk, they're actually interested in you. Yep. You know what? There is something to this, though, G, because there's a marked difference between when you prepare for the show in a studio separate from our little desk pod area versus when you're sitting there. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when you are sitting there, I have a heck of a lot of fun in the morning. It's great. We're talking back. And forth. Yes. I get to listen to all your videos that you watch without headphones and the volume turned all the way up. But I don't get very much work done. By 9 o'clock, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a so, third of the show So written. what would you rather have? Would you rather have that, the distraction, listening to my videos, not on headphones, and barely getting your work done, or me being in a pod, quiet? I would rather have you in the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking for myself. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Good stuff. 
Ursula, before we go, uh-huh. just just one more. One more of corporate errand, please. <laughs> I'm just going to have to repeat what we already For had. For the purposes of today's meeting... <laughs> why I put a nine o'clock meeting on everyone's call this morning, thank you so much for being here, is kind of really just explaining my presence. So I am taking over social media for Lisa Beasley. She's on a sabbatical. Uh, She currently doesn't have the bandwidth. Still ahead. Coming up in scenarios. Oh my gosh, guys, it's so somebody, fun. Somebody's going to be on a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting today, and they're going to hear that, and they are going to crack up. So, and please, the next time you're on one of those meetings, please report back to the Gene Ursula Show and tell us your experience. Did you laugh? Was it funny? We want to hear or about it. Or is it you? <laughs> Okay, that's like the fourth time Ursula's had some little zingers at the end. All right, we're going to do scenarios next. Jen Ursula. Scenarios is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. It is the G and Ursula show. We're having so much fun during the break, Ursula, that, uh, yeah, I uh, didn't even get us a scenario, but uh, I'm going to get us a scenario right now. Let's go. All right. Sorry about that. I was, uh, oh, there it is. I lost it. Here we go. <laughs> my friend is overly concerned that I am in my 30s and that I'm single. I am being single. I like being single, but she thinks I'm unhappy. She has been talking to me for months about a guy she knows that would be perfect for me, so I finally went on a date with him. This guy was not my type, and I wasn't his. We were struggling to find any common ground for any kind of conversation, so the dinner was filled with plenty of awkward silence. It was apparent there wouldn't be a second date, so as I finished my food, I politely told him that I needed to cut out. I threw down a little bit of cash, which was more than fair for my share of the bill, and then I left. I thought nothing more about it. Now my friend is furious with me for it. She says I embarrassed her and that it was disrespectful to do what I did. She says he thought the evening was just the beginning and I gave up too soon. Look, I used to be too accommodating to these types of things, but when you know it won't work, what is wrong with saving time and just leaving? I told her it's none of her business. What do you guys think about this? Do I owe either of them an apology? I thought I respectfully handled it well. 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. Ursula, you're up to bat first. I don't think she owes anybody an apology. If anything, the friend who assumed that her life is not full because she's not dating somebody, uh, maybe owes her an apology. Because I think we need to stop feeling like, hey... You know, you guys are together and you don't have kids. Are you guys going to have kids? Oh, hey, uh, you're single. Are you going to have a partner? Are you looking for somebody? Why are, Why do we assume that That's people... That's boomering them. That'd be boomering them. <laughs> I, I'm trying not to be offended by what? that comment. You're not boomer. <laughs> by one year, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, but you, that's my mom and all them. I think it's a lot of people. Really? I think it's a lot of people. People huh. just make the assumption like, hey, because I'm married and have kids, maybe you should too. In fact, yesterday, I was kind of annoyed with myself that I asked someone who I just have the greatest amount of respect for. And we were talking, and then I asked 
oh, you know, do you have kids? And she said, oh, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I felt a certain way, like, dang it, I hope I didn't put her on the spot because she was asking me, uh, you know, about about uh, my kids and we were just talking about growing older and et cetera, et cetera. And I, I don't know what that, that just popped in my I head. I don't know if that's but, a bad thing to ask. Yeah. And maybe it's not. I think I might be harder on myself, yeah. but we shouldn't assume that people are not happy with their situations just because it's different from ours. Right. Uh, and in this case, she doesn't owe them anything. She, she wasn't enjoying herself. Why waste any more time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think she, it didn't sound like she was being rude. Right. So no, I, I, I think she's okay. Alright. Uh, Chef, you want to give a counter to what Ursula said? You want to go to the opposite? Uh, well, I mean, if she's a, a young woman in her 30s who's, you know, looking for love, I hear Jack Stein is on the market. <laughs> uh, so, so we could recommend someone to her. Uh, but yeah, if you have a bad date, cut it off. There's nothing worse than a date that goes on too long. That is that is probably the most intolerable thing I've personally experienced when you plan too much time with someone you have no connection with. To your point, Ursula, in our society, we have come so far on recognizing the LGBTQ plus community. You know, we've made virtually no progress recognizing people who are asexual and aren't sexually attracted to anyone mm. and people who are aromantic. Uh, they, they have no desire for romantic activity or partnerships. And you're absolutely right. We judge. I know people in my life that have been single for 10 years. And I'm always thinking in the back of my head, like, when are you, when are you gonna get a, when are you get a girlfriend? When are you get a, gonna get a boyfriend? Because you can't possibly be happy without another person. Because that's what did it for me. It, it, right. It's a complete bias that we have, it but I think a it's a, a lack of recognition that some people simply do not want that, and they are wired that way, and that is okay. But I don't understand that personally. Get- and by the way, if you set somebody up and it doesn't work, well, you did your part, and there's no guarantee that it's gonna work, and right. you know that going in. Right. Like she has no obligation to like your friend just because you set them up. Right. You know, I, Ursula, Chef, you you bring up a good point about this, the aromantic part, right? Mm-hmm. I got a buddy of mine who just turned 51, and he has been single. I mean, he has a child, um, but he has been single, like no romantic relationship for the last 15 years. And I think maybe like three, four months ago, I was like, man, you... You don't, you don't get lonely? He said, no, I don't get lonely at all. I said, will you ever get in a relationship? Now, this is me sounding like a boomer, right? I'm like, will yeah. you ever get in a relationship? And he's like, maybe when I get older. I was like, oh. He's like, but right now, I'm living my best life. I get to come and go as I please. I live a good life. And I'm like, maybe society has me thinking I personally like my situation. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to be in his. Come on, Nick, what you got? Well, sometimes things aren't meant to be with people, and forcing the issue is probably the worst thing you could do. If you don't feel happy with the date, it's more than fair to drop the deal and move on. Better to not waste their time if you know it's not going anywhere. But going back to this friend of theirs, I'm not sure I'd be taking any advice or hints from her in the near future or maybe in the far future. She got one try, but I feel like that's it for me. She can't decide if you're happy or not either, whether you're single. I feel like that's very shallow to say, even especially coming from a friend, too. Um, good one, Nick. A text comes in. Ursula says, I have a girlfriend, but I truly enjoy being single. I will, however, never live with another person. And good for you. You you know what works for you. And so why try to, you know, basically 
appease society right. when it's not something that works for you. Right. I agree with you. And Ursula, I think more and more we will start seeing more of them, more of this because we don't feel like they don't feel like they have to appease society. Because before it was like, oh, woman in her 30s, she's single. What's wrong with her? But you know what I mean? Or what's wrong with him? Not anymore. We're going to see a lot of that. A lot of selfish behavior going on. Well, see, now that was a judgment. Selfish. Why is it selfish? Did I say that? Yeah. I think it was a natural reaction. Assuming that somebody else needs to change something in you know, their life to meet your expectations. You know, and, and maybe, that's maybe. a reaction. Man. <laughs> that was a judgment. That was. And, and maybe I'm sensitive to it because one of the things I said for I, I didn't make I didn't have time to make any New Year's resolutions. Uh-huh. But one of the things I said is I'm going to try to be a little more selfish with my time and 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 sometimes say I'm going to put myself first mm. instead of everybody. You know because. Quite frankly, if if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? My cousin O'Dolly, who is a sergeant uh, for the Chicago Police Department, she travels everywhere. She'd be in Brazil. Yeah. She'd be in, she was she was in Ghana, out there in Africa. She travels everywhere, and all she does is post her, her stamps. She's gone constantly, yeah. living a good life, like 45 years old. There you no, go. No, I need to have a curfew. Because if I don't, boy, they'd be like, man, did G. Scott just jump out of a helicopter butt naked with a bumper sticker on his butt? Yes, he did. Coming up next, agree to disagree. It's Jenner, sir.